on this week's edition of the Brotherly Love Eagles Podcast. Deep discussions of cuisine and race in modern Los Angeles. What is going on over there? Say it. Say it a lot of Thai food. Oh, we had Vietnamese. I'm out of breath. I highly recommend Night Market. We went last week. It was really good. Uh, Vietnamese restaurant for white people? No, it's the Thai place for white people. Hit white people. <laughs> Excellent. The Royal House of Windsor. I just feel like, you know, the home the, the home London crowd will really take Carson Wentz. Because he looks like, you know, he looks like Prince Harry, basically. Yeah, just with worse acne. <laughs> yeah, and way taller. All this and more. Hello, and welcome to the week six. Are we in week six, Matt? We finally look like the team from last year. I know that. Week six edition. Week six to seven. Not sure. Of the Brotherly Love Eagles podcast. Brought to you by Geico. Just kidding. We don't have any sponsors. <laughs> Only the a clouds slight have parted, The Only clouds have parted. The road to the Super Bowl is paved before us in gold. We're back. I wouldn't go that far yet, but it felt good to feel like last year, didn't it? Yeah, it felt pretty good. The, the offense was slaying it in the red zone and third down. I feel like, yeah, it was all the things from last year that made it a magical run that hopefully they can build upon. But I was looking at the schedule, and I'm sorry to hijack before you get into your first point, but we have to win the next three games. We can't go 2-1. Two and, two and we need to go 3-0. and oh. So we, we got have Carolina, Carolina. Yeah. right, who yeah, does Carolina look very impressive. Got to win that game. Then the weird London game, which I'll be at in person. But Jacksonville, two yeah. cats in a row, yeah, back to back cats. Then we have a bye. Then we play Cowboys. Is that in Dallas? I'm pretty sure that's home. I got to double check. But then at New Orleans. Yeah, yeah, we gotta go. We gotta, we gotta rip off three in a row right here. Three and one in those four. If we want to, if we want, we can't have more than four losses if we want to have a f- top two seed. So we can only lose one more game the rest of the year. <laughs> We'd be at seven and four if we want three and one across the next four games. And then we have to rip off the last five. So the with Rams the Rams gonna, on the road in that mix, the Rams are going to go sixteen and zero. <laughs> so that's a loss. So best case, we're eleven and five. Yeah, I just don't see a road to the two seed. Unless unless somehow like New Orleans somehow like New Orleans loses five games. Probably not. Yeah, New Orleans only has one loss, so we have to pretty much if we lost that game to New Orleans, they'd be two ahead of us and then it would already be over. I feel I think it's our time, Matt. So you're, you're predicting... I am sick and tired of, <laughs> of hearing about what a great hockey team the Soviets are. <laughs> Sorry, I did my laugh. I did my goofy laugh. I'll edit it out. It's fine. Okay. Uh, 
Yeah. I. Who knows what this Carolina team is? Who knows what the Eagles are? That's the thing. Who knows what the Eagles are? We get we get the home defense though, the home defense factor against Cam, and Cam's not that good. I'm I, I'm in, firmly in the camp that Cam Newton is a bottom third quarterback. So we get the home defense at home. I feel good about this Carolina game. I feel good about the Carolina game. The the Jacksonville and London, Jacksonville the, seems who the to, f knows. I could seems totally, to always win that game. They I always seem to win that game. I could see us winning Carolina, Cowboys, New Orleans, and like just bombing against the Jags. Well, we would still have a shot then because we would hold the head to head against New Orleans. Yeah. One thing uh, that's interesting too that they revealed in Eagle Eye in the Sky is that apparently the defense, the defense was doing a lot more uh, exotica with their coverage schemes, even though we were playing Roswell Douglas a lot in single high. You know, we had like some sub, some substitution in the safety position, and that's why OBJ only had like forty seven yards. They were yeah, doing, they were basically double teaming OBJ the whole game, and and they they were saying that Saquon having all the garbage yards was basically by design, just to shut down the passing game and let Saquon try to beat us, which was already too late. Yeah, so I feel like that was pretty savvy. Yeah. But isn't Sidney Jones out for a while? That's what I'm reading. Listen, as an Eagles fan, you just have to accept that half the team is going to be out for a while. <laughs> That's Very just, true. I just let it roll off me. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think you're sensing from both of us just very I, – I have no emotions one way or the other because it was fun that night watching the Giants game. We watched it together. That was fun. It felt good to be like last year. But – now that we talk it out, a two seems two seed seems highly unlikely. So the things I want to see the rest of the year are is Carson elite status and the defense being able to play well on the road. Those two things have to happen if we're going to make any run as like a three, four, five, six seed. Yeah. Well, we're we're gonna have to either go into. I like our chances if we have to go into New Orleans in the playoffs. Because, it, you know, last year was indoors. I think we could win in a shootout against New Orleans. But going through L.A., that's going to be a tough one. Although I guess we won out there last year. See, I almost Carter. rather play I, – I almost rather play the Rams. It's still early. But the Rams have not, like, dominated teams the last two weeks. They barely beat a below-mediocre Denver team. Sure, Denver's scored a garbage point late but they were in the game for most of the they were in most of the game and then they barely beat seattle who's looking like below average team sorry friends from seattle so i'd much rather play a row game in la where half the stadium is going to be eagles fans yeah Mm -hmm. by the way i like that we're both assuming that at a minimum we're just going to go seven and three to close out the year and make the playoffs we're just going there well this team Compared to every other team in the NFC East, I don't trust the Cowboys. I don't trust the Redskins, and the Giants are terrible. So out of the Cowboys or Redskins, who's going to beat us? And if that's the case, then it's, it's a terrible season because that means Carson has regressed because it doesn't seem like his knee is an issue and that our defense falls apart. Yeah, I have faith that we'll be at least 10-6. and six. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick out of pure... 
pure stubbornness to my 11, of, 11 and 5 prediction. So we go, we're going to go, that means, Matt, we have to go 8 and 2 the rest of the way. Yeah, that seems, this seems like a stretch. 7-3 seems more realistic. I'm going, I'm coming in hot. Which is funny because I predicted 10 and 6 and that was, that was a surprise before the beginning of the season because we just didn't know about this team. They won the friggin' Super Bowl. Now defending Super Bowl champions, <laughs> ten and six seems realistic. Yeah, what do you think, Amanda? Oh, right, you're not here <laughs> because you have a son, probably asleep on the couch from child yeah. rearing, exhausted from child rearing. <laughs> any any other? Th- do you think? Do you think the offense was? actually back on track or the def- the Giants defense just sucks well I mean the Giants defense was getting pressure especially on on the left side that entire first half when the game was still still competitive but you know we were in complete control but to your point when you make fun of my old man running hypothesis <laughs> that we got up we got up early we got the early turnover we yeah. got seven nothing early then you know we score 14 points in the first quarter so you always want the giants playing catch up especially with Eli being a shell of his former mediocre non non two super bowl winning self so you know i was never too worried about that game even though they tried to make a little bit of a run there so we'll see we'll see when it's like a tight game throughout you know carolina but i just this team still doesn't have an identity they got to do it for more than one week in a row yeah uh yeah no well the identity has to be lethal offensive play that's that's what we need and mid lane defense well mid lane secondary in the red zone remember they had that one play where they had both Ertz and Gadare lined yeah. up on on each side and I said this is going to one of them and it was just I can't remember if it was Ertz or Gadare who scored it but it was I think it was Ertz. Yeah, definitely hurts. Gadara had like Gadara's on my fantasy team. He scored two points. Okay, so he and but that it was that was, those were the two main options, and they both the routes they ran were perfect, and it made Ertz wide open. So I think you're going to see a lot more of those two tight ends. They're going to do a lot with that, and then you have Alshon there and Aguilar. So you know those are four formidable threats in the red zone, and then, of course your boy Clement, so <laughs> who always sniffs the end zone. So. If they, can all stay, paper, Corey yeah. if they can all stay healthy, then I think the red zone offense is going to be back on, back on track. And it'll be interesting what happens with the line to see if, you know, it might be that Peters is just, he's hit the wall. He's at that age. You just, because he's injured pretty much every week. And even when he's in there, he doesn't play that well. So you know, it might be the time to just start playing the young guys. Oh yeah. Peters is 137 years old. You know, cause Unfortunately, in the NFL, you just never know when that, especially offensive line at 36, that's very rare. So, you know, he's playing with house money at this point. Well, I'm just hoping that uh, next year, next year, maybe Jordan Mailata can get into the starting, starting lineup. I saw a headline that was like, is it time for Mailata? I'm sure they know he has the natural ability, but they're not going to let him sniff any real playing time unless they're decimated by injuries. Well, I think, I think he has all the physical tools and the technique down, but like, yeah, when they're doing a, a, a four man slide and protection, I'm pretty sure he has no fucking idea. <laughs> yeah. But I think it might be time to start transitioning out the old guard. 
Yeah, like every time Peters plays, it's like watching, you know, you or I play an intramural sport where it's like every other player, you're like, you're wincing. Everyone's like, are you okay? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I just need to, ah, just need to walk it off. Or you playing a Thanksgiving game with our brother-in-law who almost killed you. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, uh, speaking of the line, it opened, as I recall, at minus three. So where do you suspect it is now? Oh, I thought I read somewhere it was like minus four and a half. Yeah, it's at minus five right now. Yeah, okay. I'm pretty sure it opened up higher than minus three. I could be wrong, but minus five seems to make sense to me. They went they went into went into Washington and were down what seventeen nothing. So you know they didn't show much in that game and then came back late. Um, but like you said, can't trust Cam. I trust our defense at home against Cam. You feel you feel like Cam's going to throw at least one pick, probably two, at least. And if Carson is back to his elite self, that's all I want this week is Carson to be elite more than one week in a row. I think he's been elite since he came back. I think he's been good. Like he, he's, he's been, been strong like, to quite. He's strong. been Donovan McNabb esque. Where it's been like good stats when you look at the line, you're like, oh, he's had a good day- game, good completion percentage, throws for a lot of yards. But then you just remember the plays where he, they can't score in the red zone. He's like, if they could have scored any of those, we would have won that game. That's what it re- reminds me of. So I went more Carson, That's, less Donovan. Except Donovan never had good stats. His, no, career, he, his career pass rating is like 85. But he had he had good stat lines for the, some games where you just like yeah that was that was just a stat line game. I think Carson has had good stat line games and he's made a lot of big turnovers, which we've talked about. That game against Tennessee, I still blame him and Doug for not getting seven on either of those last two possessions. I would have won that game. I would feel a lot better at four and two than three and three. Well, yeah, stating the obvious, obviously, I feel Matt. I feel better at six and zero. Oh. I feel better if we had one more victory and one less loss. Yeah, I feel better if we had seven here. Seven. And <laughs> it's always seven. We need always seven. comes back to seven. Whatever it is. Unless you're Dougie P. He likes eight. I need, yeah, I need seven points, seven and oh. <laughs> Doug, Doug but, is the most influential coach of the past five years, arguably. Everybody goes for it on fourth down now. Fourth and short in, in between the 40s, everybody's going. Even Andy well, Reid's doing it. Well, him and your man crush from the Rams. McVay. But I think yeah. I only think McVay started doing it because Dougie P did it. You think Dougie P was first to the aggressive on fourth down? Yeah, I don't think McVay, McVay is doing it last year. Well, you know who doesn't do it is the Clapper in Dallas. No, Clap fourth City. And one, fourth and one in overtime a couple weeks ago and cost them a game. Clap City is running the Oklahoma offense from 1985. <laughs> the wishbone? <laughs> Did you know that Sean McVay – did you watch the Real Sports uh, profile of Sean McVay? No. I told you I've given up Real Sports because it's always – they're trying to make you cry every episode. It's true. Plus, Brian Gumble is just so pretentious. Yeah, he's so pretentious. But uh, Sean McVay's father's name is Tim McVay. Well, wasn't he like a big-time coach too? Well, no, Tim. but Tim McVay is also the name of the Unabomber. Oh. Or not the Unibomber. Oklahoma no, Oklahoma City, City bomber. bomber. Sorry. Both bombers. <laughs> Ted Kaczynski. Ted Kaczynski? Yeah. Yeah, Ted Kaczynski, 
Tim McVeigh. Always starts with a T. Good to know when you're naming your kid. Yeah. Just no T's. No T's. No single syllable T's. All right. Uh, do you want to move to uh, guess the advanced metrics? Our favorite yes. segment? Let's do it. Last week, do you remember where the Eagles were in DVOA? Not good. It was like 18th and 21st or something like that. 20, 21st. Uh, the offense was 24th and the defense was 11th. So where do you oh, think? Oh, the defense is 11th. Okay. Yeah. So where do you think we moved after our our stirring victory over the Giants? Uh, we're up to 18 in offense and we're up to 9 in defense. And uh, what do you think overall? 14th. Not Not too far off, Matt. 17th overall, 19th on offense, 11th on defense. So we didn't, okay. we didn't move on defense, but we moved up five slots on offense. All right. All right. That's promising. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And do they still have the Rams as one? Let's see. Let me consult the Oracles. The Oracles say, no, Kansas City is number one. Ah, even after the loss. Kansas City, number one. But their offense is number two. How does that work? Oh, special teams number one. Uh, Secret sauce. Yeah, because they, they almost had the run back. Yeah, they have really good special teams because, of course, Hill does a bunch of punt returns too. All right, so I have a good last topic. Okay. Or my last topic. Okay. Who would you rather have right now, Carson Wentz or Mahomes? Uh, man, that's a tough one. <laughs> That is a tough one. Not really. I'm I'm sticking with I'm sticking with Carson. Here and and for this for a couple of reasons. One, uh, I would feel like tr- I would feel Carson has done enough where he's earned my loyalty, and I can't just turn coat so quickly. And I think he's shown me enough where I do think he's a top five quarterback. You know, for a decade or so. I say I don't take Mahomes just because we need the full book of a season. Maybe there's, you know, some way to play against Mahomes where he doesn't torch you for 5,000 yards every game. Probably not. But when a book of defense gets out there, he might just be Donovan McNabb. I mean, he's definitely better than McNabb. But yeah. maybe Donovan <laughs> yeah. McNabb plus. Well, here's the thing is all these national pundits and the Bill Simmons – especially, and they act like Mahomes is a second coming and how he's like the savior of the NFL, and they never bring up Carson Wentz. And I'm always wondering why, you know, it's like, oh, he's got this incredible arm and he does all these things. And it's like, yeah, he looks more athletic doing it than Wentz. I'll give you that. But Wentz has a cannon. Wentz makes some unbelievable throws. He makes some unbelievable plays every game. It's like he got hurt at the end of last year. He was out the beginning this year. The Eagles aren't 6-0. I get it, but... It's kind of weird that everybody's just ignoring Wentz. I like it, though. I, I like him flying under the radar. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see, though. I would, you know, Mahomes, like, I always told you I was never in a Watson. I thought he was great physically, but that he can't go past the second read. I haven't watched Mahomes, I haven't watched Mahomes enough to get a sense if he's better at reading defenses. I, the short, like, bursts I see them, like, Full game here, half a game there. It seems like he's better at reading defenses, but he still doesn't audible at the line like Wentz does. He still doesn't progress like Wentz does. And 
if there's any complaint about Wentz is that he progresses too much and tries to make the big play instead of just checking down right away. So I'm still taking Wentz, but Mahomes is the one guy where I'm like, okay, that's a valued argument of which one you'd rather have with Watson. I don't even think it's close. I think Wentz. No, Watson was a flash in the pan. But so. it does seem like Mahomes has like a command of the playbook, and he he does seem to know how to read defenses. But I will I will say this: watching that New England game, like Tyreek Hill is just like a video game player. Well, it, it, exactly. If Hill gets hurt, let's see that team is completely screwed. If like say Hill and Hunt get hurt, then it's like let's well, see how he is after that. Yeah, he's got Tyreek Hill, the fastest player in human history. He's got Kareem Hunt. Travis Kelsey and, and Travis Kareem Hunt. Kelsey. Like, that's a ridiculous toolbox to work with. And we didn't even mention Sammy Watkins. Yeah, he's fast. Yeah, Ish. so. But good, a good receiver to negate all that other stuff when you have Tyreek Hill on the other side. But it just seems like, like Mahomes, Mahomes, like in the New England game, he makes a lot of like spectacular plays out of structure, as they say. Yeah. And he's suit for the most part he has like ridiculously accurate he's ridiculously accurate on the move. Like he seemed he seemed nervous in the first half and missed a couple wide open throws, but for the most part he seems pretty pretty stunningly accurate. Which Wentz did struggle with early with especially deep throws. Yeah. But but, but I think but I think like Wentz had like more mechanics issues to clean up. Well, Mahomes was able to sit for an entire season. Well, that's true. Yeah, that's true. So it'll be interesting to see, but I, it does bother me that it's like Mahomes, and I get it because the Chiefs are 5-1 and one and just barely lost to the Patriots, but it's like we've already forgotten about Wentz. Plus, he's, he's got the cool hair. He's like biracial. Like he's just, you know, like he's, he's a cooler dude to have like on a poster on your wall. If you're a kid, oh, I totally agree with that a thousand percent. The guy, the guy from uh, the NFL Network calls it like came called him the Rooster because of his cool hair. I like that. Called yeah, that was the nickname he was trying to. He's trying to get. The it's stick. not catching on, but it's catching no. on with me. Okay. <laughs> the Red Rooster. Yeah, but it'll be interesting to see how that see how that plays out. All right, let's move to. Game prediction corner. I think we're both on the same page. The Eagles, if the Eagles can't win this game, then we're in, we're in for a long season. They have to win this game. Carolina at home, this is a game they have to win. So I'm going to say 30, 30, to, 30 to 17. Yeah, I'm going, I'm going 28-17. All right, so right around the same. And I think Car- I think Carson's going to throw for four TD passes. A clean four TDs, four extra points. And do you think it's close, or do you think we we don't make it a game? I think it's. Yeah, I don't think it's close. I think we jump out to an early lead, and we're able to run the ball a lot, and then Ray Dinger will be really happy because we run ran the ball a lot. And and I'll be happy. And you'll be happy. Now, having said that, now that I'm saying this out loud, I think we're going to lose 47 to 12. <laughs> and if we lose 47 to if we lose 47 to 12, yeah, we're we're in a world of hurt. 47 12. We'll get four field goals, 
Carson will throw four interceptions. I would say this is pretty much a must-win game. Um, well, it's not a must-win game, but kind of every game from here on out feels must-win. I just three and four going to London, where Jacksonville seems to always play well, and especially Blake Bortles all of a sudden has these great games, even though he stinks the entire year. <laughs> I feel like we have to win this game. Sir Blake of Bortles. Yes, exactly. Blake of House Bortles. I just feel like you know the home the the home London crowd will really take Carson Wentz because he looks like you know, he looks like Prince Harry basically. Yeah, just with worse acne. <laughs> yeah. And way taller. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So that's all I got. Yeah. Uh, thanks to our sister, Amanda, for not being here. She texted us about halfway through, so she probably could have joined them. But, oh, well, her loss. Yeah. Probably America's loss, though. Yes, and I'll be I'll be leaving for Giles, England, on Monday. So, uh Keep that in mind if we want to do a podcast with me, with me in tow, or it might just be you and Amanda. Okay. All, All right. right. Well, well, go Eagles, and let's hope for four and three heading to London. All right, good now. All right. <laughs> Talk to you soon. Cheers. Cheers.